Doctor? What doctor? Doctor who? Doctor who, did you say? Eh? Doctor who? What are you talking about? gibberish or do you really know what you're talking about well i i think i've been um breathing some of this colony gas um um today so apologies listener and you ian because uh, i'm feeling a bit under the weather and i might lose my voice i might start coughing i might start sneezing um so yeah apologies in advance for this mm, you've, you've got the lurgy i've got the lurgy in non-covid i know non-COVID, it's non-covid yeah. but yeah, I think I'm just coming down with a cold, all right? So I might yeah. be a bit croaky and a bit sniffly, so apologies yeah. for that. Well, hopefully uh, hopefully you'll be able to keep your end up. Keep the end up, indeed. Yeah, keep the British end up. Well, that was on the James Bond as well, wasn't it? Yes, there was, yeah, some... some He's keeping ridiculous. the British end up. Yeah, some, <laughs> oh dear. For now. Um, yes, yeah. yeah. So here we are, the Macra Terror, which is the very first story that we've uh, discussed where it doesn't exist, apart from the odd couple of what, seconds you dreamt it, you dreamt it. Dream? um what is it they say the macra do not exist well you're right there mate <laughs> um yeah this is a this is a uh is it our earliest trouton we no we covered power the daleks with the daleks but not yes really. we did yeah yeah this is um this was interesting watching this actually because it's not it's not i've seen it i've seen the the, the animated version um, which is okay. I mean, it's nice animation. It just it takes so too many liberties for me. I've I've read that there are many changes. Ooh, yes, um, yeah. What they did, you know, entire things were are missing or, yes, or, or the, redone. Well, they, they missed out a whole nice scene because they said they would have to have drawn a new cell animation for a tidied up uh, trout. And it's like, well, that's the that's the budget really on a knife edge. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so this time I watched. Uh, I started watching. I watched the first episode on loose cannon. And then I thought, I'll give the BBC, because I knew the BBC Blu-ray um, has got a reconstruction. So I'll give it a go. Actually, very good. They put yeah. a lot of effort into it, yeah. Yeah, because I haven't bought it yet, so no. I, I, I don't have it. So what I said on the wheel in space uh, applies here as well, which is it's one thing to watch something. Yes. And it, if it's a bit boring and there's padding, that's fine, because you can watch things happening. But when you're looking at a still for like 45 seconds at a yeah. time and just listening to audio... Boy, that becomes a long 22 minutes or yeah. whatever. And especially, there's there's quite a bit of, well, I won't say action, but there's quite a bit of non-verbal stuff in this story. So, yeah, there's long, you either listen to it with the uh, uh, with the um, narration, which I think works okay. That's what I did, yeah. yeah. Or, or if you listen to it without, because I, I think I watched episode two without, and then I thought, I'm going to put the narration on. Um and uh, it was it was a bit better, a bit more enjoyable. Um, but what I do like about the the one on the BBC thing is it's actually got, you know, they do the um, the text overlay for facts and features. It's got that describing what's oh, happening. Oh, has it? Oh, right. Yeah. So so that was a bit of a help. And I I think I appreciated it much more this time watching it because um, I've listened to it before. But it's not it's not one I would normally put on. Thinking, you know, if I need a bit of a trout and fix, I'll do the macro. Um, mm. And I think that the reasons I don't do that were still there for this. But I did, I did sort of enjoy the story. It's gone up a little bit in my estimation um, for 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 what there is of it. Okay. Um, <coughs> pardon me. I think yeah. I got you on there. Yes. Yeah. Via the airwaves, yeah. um, so I'm, I'm going to need your help on this because yeah. I haven't seen the animation. I'm just going from screen grabs. Okay. Um, I've not read the target novelisation. Have you? Did you? Have you ever read the target? Uh, I, was I have target read book? it. Yes, it was one of. I think it was. A, it might have been a Terence Sticks, but it was in the period where it was literally take the script and add a couple of passages around oh. it. It's nothing. Not a proper novel. No. Then. No. Yeah, it's that you know that period where they they were like if they were longer than 110 pages, you mm. thought you had you know a, a, a Shakespearean tome on your hand. Yeah, it's not a great one. It might it might actually be an Ian Stewart Black. I can't remember. 
It's got a terrible cover, the novelization. Yeah? Yeah, that's about the only thing I can remember on it. The trouble with, I mean, presumably, the, um, uh, the, 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 the macra um, is on the cover, is yes, it? Yes, it is. Well, a crab is on the cover. Ah. Um, it doesn't really... I mean, this is the trouble with the animation as well, is that you've obviously looked at the macra, you know, the big one, and gone, eh, that's not very good. Let's turn them more into crabs. So the ones on the animation look more like scuttly crabs rather than... You know, a Volkswagen Beetle <laughs> with claws on the front. Um, what's really interesting on the Blu-ray, um, and I don't know whether you've seen it, is it's also got the uh, the Super 8 film that was taken at Shawcraft, and it shows them making the Macra, and then oh, a finished colour version of it. It's a really nice film. Um, so you get a feel for, for the mobility <laughs> and look of this creature, because... The surviving clips, there's only a couple of clips of the macro from the set, you know, the sensor clips that were cut mm. out for the Australian version. Um, and it's, yeah, it's always difficult when you're seeing photos of, of a creature because you don't know how it's going to move. It could be, if it's a suit, it could be a, a really good actor or it could be a lumbering extra in it. But in this case, I think the macro are pretty immobile. Mm. It does look to me like they're like a yeah. trolley being pushed forward and pulled back. With yeah, some the, car headlamps for eyes. Yeah, the the scene which thankfully does exist, where Polly is attacked, uh, I think in episode two, does exist, and it looks suspiciously like uh, Edward's Bella Lugosi fighting with an octopus, where you know she's obviously doing her best to try and keep the pincers on her. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, so I th- I don't. It's it's going to be a difficult one to 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 score. Yeah, I was thinking macra. this. Yeah. We'll All do our right. Best. All right. Well, let's go in. Let let, yes. let let let's get off. All right. We'll go through this opening when I give the word. Right now. No. Look out there. I didn't see anything. That patch of moonlight. I told you I'd seen one. And um, so we're starting with drum majorettes performing along with some yeah. awful music, from what I can work <laughs> out. Well, the, the, the main overriding memory I had of this was the terrible, terrible music. Now, luckily, it's only in really two episodes, this, this holiday camp weird music. But having said that, the rest of the music score is just awful. It's, it's a terrible uh, score, probably... Um, canned music i would imagine mm. i doubt so anyone's written anything for this one um but yeah we start off with um drum majorettes i imagine this was probably a big selling point at the time weren't it look we've we've got more than four people um but yeah it doesn't start well because you've got these these drum majorettes and this music is just awful mm. it's it's it, I had I had sort of flashbacks or flash forwards even to happiness um, patrol. Happiness patrol. Yep. Yeah, me too. Yeah, yep. um, yeah. It it's not great. But then then we we meet a few of our cast, don't we? And um, it's not they're not bad actors because you got you've got um, <clears throat> the pilot, the colony pilot. Mm-hmm. I don't know why he's called a pilot. I don't know. Really explain. Uh, and it's uh, Count Grendel of Graft, isn't it? It most old, certainly is. Pal. Yeah, yeah, he's really he's really good in it. He he's good. And then we we meet Medoc. No, Medoc. Medoc. Yep. Yeah. He uh, he's the token rebel that can see through the facade of this uh, this uh, colony. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we meet the uh, the the very cliched police. Uh, sort of commandant who's you can imagine him wearing a Nazi uniform yep. and a monocle he's he's one of those you know, overweight actor portrayed as as just evil through and through um, yeah that's Olar isn't it? O- Olar that's him yeah do you, uh, when I write that down I just think of uh, Jeff Wayne so do I Olar but I, um, I I know some Olas and um, oh, um, some of my uh, daughter's friends. Uh, they're Polish. Uh, oh, they're Polish yeah. girls. So Ola is actually uh, um, a Polish girl's name. No wonder he's angry all the time. Yeah, well, blimey, yeah. His parents give him a Polish girl's name. Mm. 
Yeah. Now, now his backstory starts to fall into place. They probably dressed him as a girl. <laughs> he got bullied at school. Yeah. At, uh, you know, he had an eating disorder because it was, you know, comforting. See. Now I feel sorry for All him. coming together. All coming together. Yeah, because they're after Medoc, aren't they? Because he's yes, like raging yeah. and he's refusing treatment. And yeah, for uh, some for some reason he's decided to escape by running through the crowd at the the uh, jamboree rather than I don't know trying to get out by a back door or something. Uh, and yeah, they he he's had treatment because uh, we don't know at this point what's happening uh, in the colony. So it does build up quite a nice little mystery. So. Yeah, because you, you think he's actually, like, a bit mad. <coughs> but it turns out he's he's quite sane. He's one of the few sane people there. Um, but, yeah, he, he runs off, um, weirdly, into a quarry in yes. in the real version. In the animation, it's not a quarry. It's like they, they've put a bit more sort of thought into it. But I think I prefer the quarry. What is it's it in the trouble. animation? Is it a jungle or something? Uh, yeah, it's like a swampy sort of place. It's not it, it's not it doesn't look it, it looks it looks much more expensive than just a quarry. Right. Um, which is weird. But I, I prefer the quarry. Okay. I like quarries. Yes, we do indeed, don't we? Yeah. And in that quarry that's where the TARDIS arrives, doesn't it? Yes. Yeah um, we get a TARDIS materialisation. Um which is quite nicely done in the reconstruction, I think. It sort of appears uh, yeah. on the top of a, the top of a range. Yeah, a and, and of course they're on their guard, aren't they? Because they've already seen the big claw. It was at the end of the yeah. last story, wasn't it? Yeah, this is um, an unusual one, isn't it? Because they use the like a, a, the predictive capabilities of the TARDIS to see the future, and it showed a massive claw. So yeah, they they've come out and they're looking for the claw. They, you know, not the hooded claw, but oh, that would be something. Good to turn <laughs> yeah, <laughs> actually, he's about the same level of villainy as we get from Olar, isn't he? Yes, it? yeah, the hooded Olar. Um, but uh, yeah, it, they they've turned up and uh, they're sort of doing a bit of uh, exposition about what what they're looking for, etc. Uh, and then the um, Jamie gets jumped on by Medoc. Yes. Um, and we get presumably what would be a bit of a scuffle, but we don't get to see that. No, it goes on for quite a yeah. while, and I've yeah. just got one photo to look at, so uh, I have to use my imagination there. Um, and yeah, Ola arrives, and they cart it off and meet the yeah. pilot, don't they? They do, yeah. So so Ola arrests them, takes them to meet the pilot, and this is where we get a bit of exposition. So they basically explain... That Medoc is this uh, this escaped criminal, and they've they've done well, uh, and then they take him to the um, the sort of rest and recuperation, room. the refreshing yeah, department, refreshing department, where I, I do like that. Um, I, I don't know the doctor or someone says, "Oh, this is all gay." That's yes, I've, I've got it here. Well, this is yeah. gay. Yeah, and then I have put awful music straight after that. Yeah, so I guess the music was music. still terrible. Um, yeah. And we've got a big photo of the controller, haven't we? This big brother yes. photo. Now, I'm only going by, you know, the screen grabs, and they use the same screen grab yeah. throughout the, all four episodes. I don't know if that photo ever changes. Does it? I don't think In the so, animation? Because, no. Um, I, I, don't, I think they just use the same in the animation. Because they do actually, Jamie makes mention that that's not a controller, that's just a photo. So I imagine it in the original it didn't change. Right. But it's very difficult from the reconstructions because of course they're not just showing the telesnaps in order mm. so you get you sometimes yeah. get shots from like episode four and episode two because it's got the scene they want to show so it's very difficult to gauge just what this would have been like but the fact that everyone or at least jamie mentions that it's just a photo suggests this is it yeah it's like a big brother thing i don't know the the, the sort of the, the the structure behind this colony even without the crabby things is a bit is a bit weird isn't it because they they do whatever this uh, this controller tells them mm -hmm. but no one's ever really met him nobody ever seems to question no. why are we taking orders from this big photo why does he never yeah. come out and see us i mean we we find out we find out later on that obviously everyone including the pilot is um just got to change my leg i can't get in the night uh, everyone is uh, is brainwashed 
but they don't seem to be brainwashed to the point where they don't know what's going on. Mm. So I don't know why why everyone goes, oh yeah, let's listen to this big disembodied head um, as it tells us things. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, it um, it it's a weird structure. Like I so said, I don't know why the pilot's called a pilot. It feels like there's a lot of Although there's a lot of exposition in this story, it feels like there's some things missing. Mm. You know, like they cut a few pages of script out. <coughs> oh, pardon me. Um, but then, yeah, in the scene that's missing from the animation, because they couldn't be asked to do it. Uh, so basically, yeah, uh, Troughton's doctor goes into a tidying up machine, mm-hmm. uh, which repairs all his clothes. And shines and his suede shoes. his suede shoes. That is a nice... Like, Troughton's really good in this. Mm. Troughton's one of the high points in this. Um, yeah, it shines his suede shoes, which is quite good. And then he can't take this, so he jumps into a, a weird pummeling machine. Yeah. <laughs> it's meant to tone you up. Um, Polly gets a, a spanking new haircut, doesn't she? Yeah, and doesn't she look good? Yeah, yeah she looks very uh, very good in this. Another good Polly sort of story. Yeah, they might elect her beauty president, they yes. say, don't they? Yeah. He's, al- he's almost of the condescending... Of Father Ted, yeah, you expect him to say, "What, what a lovely blouse you're wearing!" Smashing blouse. I was getting so many Kenneth yeah. Williams vibes off the voice of this guy. He, it was like yes. he was almost yeah. doing a Kenneth Williams. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, you'll go down well. Yeah, it's, it's very, very strange. Um, different era, I suppose. Yeah. Well, um, the doc, the doctor yeah. sneaks off, doesn't he? And he goes yes. to see uh, what's his name, Medoc. Me because Doc. he wants to know about things. Medoc has said he's seen things, yes. hasn't he? Yeah, Trout- Troughton's really uh, manipulative in this one. He's really sort of got a lot that is, that's going on behind the scenes with him. So, yeah, he, he knows that there's something up with this colony already. Uh, they know that the, the claw, they saw the claw, so there's something weird going on. And, yeah, Medoc has said that he sees he's seen things in the dark. Uh, and so he wants to find out what they are. So he... He goes, weirdly, there, there's a building site yes, what's that, that they all go about? to. I don't quite know. It's, again, difficult to make out. Um, but, yeah, there's there's this building site just outside the colony. Presumably they're, I don't know, expanding it or something. Um, and this is where a lot of the external action happens. Yeah, on a building um, site. Yeah, on a building site. I, yeah. I wonder if it actually was a building site, just cheaply filmed. It might well be of. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, we also find out here in this scene that, you know, the colony refines gas. Yes. That's one thing we learn. And the other thing is that he describes these creatures that he's seen as giant insects, right? Yeah, giant uh, insects with claws. Yes, and th- there's a reason yeah. for that, which I'll explain uh, later, yeah. all right? Because late, later on, um, in episode two, Polly sees when she goes... Uh, it w- it was like a giant insect, like a crab. It's like, a crab isn't an insect. <laughs> well, she's from London. I guess she yeah, doesn't go true, down yeah. to the sea much, does she? Yeah. There's you know. there's a, an overnight curfew <laughs> um, at the colony. And again, no one really questions what they're doing with this gas. Or why there's a curfew. Or why, yeah, or why there's a curfew. Yeah, it, it's, it's quite a nice, creepy atmosphere built up in episode one. Um, and then we get our first glimpse of the macra. Yeah, that's the end of episode one, isn't it? Yes. We get this flashing light. Well, all I can see basically is a flashing light macra appearing. Yeah. yeah, in the in the BBC reconstruction, they used the shot from later on when it attacks Polly ah, and show right. that. Yeah. Right. Um, but I get the feeling it was meant to be a bit more, like you say, if you look at the still, it's a bit more in the dark. I imagine viewers would be like. What's that? <laughs> oh, it's a Volkswagen Beetle reversed up. Because um, <laughs> it's just the the it just looks like car headlights. Um, what's really interesting is um, in the uh, the um, Shawcraft Super Eight film, they show that the the eyes are made from old Dalek eyeballs that they had lying about. Are they really? Yeah. So this the, the Macra's eyes are uh, Dalek. Um, eyeballs you know oh i did not know that yeah okay um we, we we also find out that you know anybody who sees these creatures or talks about them is locked up on yes. orders from the controller i this is where i got a little bit lost because i was trying to work out does does ola know about the macra and i i know everyone's being brainwashed but like they're all they're continually told 
there is no macra. And I'm thinking, well, if you're the macra, don't tell them who you are. Because mm. they must have told them. Because no, it's not like they've bumped into these and they've got a label on them. Just don't don't tell people you, you're the macra. It just seems a weird thing to do. And then Ola behaves almost as if he's in collusion. Because mm. he's like, everyone's mentioning it and he's, he's immediately, no, no, we're going to lock you up. Yeah, I couldn't. The, the script is is a bit messy. Yeah. Um, oh, I remember. The reason there's a nighttime curfew is the macro only come out at night. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They the, the macro uh, only come out at night. But um, when it when they mean come out at night, it means one solitary macro comes out and visits a building site. Yeah. For some reason, yeah. and then goes perhaps away again. Perhaps it's a Geordie crab. Yeah. Oh, yeah it's building a it's building a wall like. <laughs> and yeah, episode two, it just goes yes. away. Yeah, it, it, it comes in, waves, says hello, and then goes away. It doesn't do anything. No. Um, yeah, it, 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 it's very, very strange. Um, <coughs> but um, then uh, uh, Ola finds the Doctor and Medoc, arrests them, takes them back to see the pilot. And then I, I'm not entirely sure what's going on. It's because... The, they say, oh, we've got Medoc, and he's changed his story. And the Doctor's like, don't listen to him. Whatever you do, don't listen to him. He's lying. He's mad. And then he comes in and clears the Doctor, and it's like, oh, no, no, you can listen to him. <laughs> it's like, well, I, don't, I didn't quite understand no. that. There might that be a bit missing there as yeah. well. Yeah. Um, and it's at that point where our companions are asleep, and they're brainwashed yes. as they sleep, yeah. aren't they? Which is a nice thing. It's very, very uh, Keys of Marinus. To, I, I thought it's like so literally three years before we'd have had the keys of Marinus where while the companions sleep they're brainwashed into thinking that reality is not what it is and this is the same mm. thing but I think it's it's I, I, I would actually quite like this story to be found because I think it if we could see it all it probably would go up really high in our estimation because this scene is really nice just listen to it and seeing the shots and that because um, yeah Jamie Jamie can hear the voice, and he because presumably he's so primitive, hmm. he, there's there's not a lot of brain to wash, sadly. <laughs> um, ben is like completely taken into it, uh, which I again I it, it, when I when I listened to this on the audiobook a long time ago, it annoyed me, but then it makes sense because Ben is basically programmed by the Navy to yes. obey orders, yes. and he's very. His entire life is duty, duty to the doctor, duty to the navy, and so now they've just flipped it and gone. Your duty is to the colony. And I thought that's actually really quite subtle and clever. And I like the way his character changes. Yes, you know it, the way he speaks, his accent, everything changes, doesn't it? Yeah, he, he's um, he, he was a really good actor. I don't I don't think Doc, Doctor Who did a lot for him, um, uh, Michael Craze, but yeah, he he was really good. And every story you see him in, it's like I'd love for more of. Ben and Polly to exist. Yeah. You know, it's such a shame this era is so badly represented. Um, but we do find out that the uh, yeah the, the colony was founded many centuries ago and everyone came from the planet Earth. Yes. Or the Earth planet, which is weird. Yeah, that's a bit it. weird. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so, so the Doctor manages to uh, sort of save Polly um, by sort of poking two wires into a hole in the wall. And then they get to Ben and Jamie, but it's, again, it's too late for Ben. He's fully brainwashed. Um, Jamie is okay. Um, but then they, uh, yeah, he, he, the doctor gets arrested because Ben dobs him in for destroying yeah. colony property. I do like that Ben, when he wakes up, it's like, um, I got work to do. It's like it's such a mundane thing that you don't get in Doctor Who, in it that people have got to go and work. Yes, yeah. It's, it's it's quite nice, yeah. Yeah, it's around that point um, when Ben tries capturing Polly that you know Polly yeah. sees the macra, gets grabbed by the macra, yes. and as you say, we've got a little bit of footage there and a couple, what like a second of her and Ben looking scared. Yeah. Um, and then Ben apparently, by from what I can tell, beats it with a stick. Yeah, he um, well, so, some of the, because I uh, yeah, some of the uh, the sensor clips show this. So Ben picks up like a bit of two before, and then gingerly hits the 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 prop, uh, and then in the the captions it says uh, Ben's furious attack, 
okay perhaps perhaps it was better than we saw mm. um but yeah so he 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 beats it off so to speak so to speak yeah <laughs> um <coughs> sorry you and sent then, me off yeah that's all right. <laughs> no off you go and then uh they they go back to to in front of the pilot and of course polly now has said i've seen the macra um and last, this is where she says it's a, it's a, a a giant great insect like a crab. Can you tie? Yeah. Um, and then but, we get what was meant to be, obviously, I suppose, the catchphrase, which is um, they all start reciting, there is no such thing as macra. Mm. It's not that good, yeah. is it? No. 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 And that's when Pilot asks the controller if they can see him, because they want to yes. see the controller. And we do see him. He's an old man. He's like yeah. an older version of the photo, isn't he? Yeah. Uh, this is it's so weird because they say this is where Jamie says, uh, this this that's no controller, that's just young old man and that and they go, No, no, we can show you. But it it feels like no one's ever asked up to this point. Mm. And then they see the old man and they they like the pilot and that seems surprised that he's old. And then he gets um because he's he's sort of bewildered, confused, doesn't know what's going on, and he starts saying stuff and then the macro decide on camera to attack him. <laughs> These the macro are thick as bricks aren't they in this they're not a, they're i've not got a great big for questions me. for episode yeah. four because what we see here is a whacking great big claw come in seems yep. to grab him by the neck and drag him away and um you know polly screams they're in control as yep. the episode ends yes yeah and that's that's the end of um episode two yep Episode three, Doctor and Co are disciplined by being put to work at the pit, but they've yep. got trouble at mill, haven't they? Trouble at mill. Where yeah. there's we've we've got this poisonous gas that they mine. Nobody knows what they, what 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 use this gas is. But you can explain all these, you know, a moments because they're brainwashed. Yeah, I think that's what you, you've got to remember all the way through is that they're not questioning anything because they are brainwashed. But I I just <clears throat> it's such a weird setup because. They they send them to work in the 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 mines, but on this shift that is basically the survival rate is almost non-existent, and it's the one that Medoc's been put on. But they then also let Medoc just wander. But no wonder he keeps escaping. They just <laughs> let him wander about the main scarred, control room. Yeah, hmm. um, and then evidently they they sometimes give you masks and they sometimes don't. Um, the doctor meets uh, oh, what was the guy's name? He's got a really weird name and he's like the head scientist oh yeah um, yeah no i can't remember, I can't his, remember name. what his name is he's very very forgettable name um <coughs> and uh they're they're like they're going oh we'll, we'll send um we'll send the doctor jamie and uh and um ben and polly down to women uh not ben jamie the doctor and polly and then they go oh you, ca you can't send polly she's a girl and it's like oh okay she can stay up here and then it's like, actually, the Doctor can swap with him and stay up here. It's all so wishy-washy. It's no wonder the, like I say, the macro are really stupid. Mm, yeah. Um, their plans are not good. No. Um, and then we get lots and lots of filler in this episode. There's of, tons of filler, yeah. especially of Jamie and Medoc, yep. uh, who have escaped into the tunnels. And the controller says the guards, no one, no, but nobody must pursue them into the old tunnels. Yeah, because, uh, again, I don't know how much... They consciously know whether it's the brainwashing or whatever, but they seem to know that the the macro are down in the tunnels. Um, I d I don't know because we find out later on that the macro need this gas to live. Mm -hmm. But what did they do before the colony? Before the colony arrived, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's a, it's another one of those um, sort of creatures that should never have evolved because they need something that has to be manufactured and there's no one to manufacture it until the humans get there. Well, J Jamie stumbles across a macro from what I can see, yes, which is yeah. all still. I mean, it's eyes open, but it just yeah. stares at him and it won't move until the gas is pumped in there. So my question there is, what was that macro doing up on the surface on the building site? Yeah, because there was no gas. There's no gas there. Yeah. I, I was expecting them some sort of reference to sort of outside of the colony you don't go out at night because the gas comes out and then the macro come out because it's gassy but no there's no gas upstairs if we had seen the, the macro on the surface where you've got like a fog machine yeah to infer that the it's in a yeah. cloud of the gas 
That's fair enough. And you can maybe be able to hide the trolley that it's built on that as well. Yeah, would have actually helped actually to her. It's the one time they needed that fog machine and didn't use it. Mm. Um, yeah, that again, I, I don't know whether there was a... Because I know this behind the scenes during this period, it was, it was very, very messy. Um, and there were lots of changes at last minute. You know, Jamie, the Doctor's character. And I, and I don't know how much of this story suffered from it. Well, um, I know Fraser Hines hates this story. Really? He thought it was terrible. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't think he's far wrong. <laughs> it's not. It's not one of the greats. Um, but yeah, the, almost all of episode three is pure filler. Yeah. You yeah. could you could not watch it and you don't not need really episode three. No, no. Um, because you know, I mean, the, the the gas is then pumped into the tunnel. Yeah. Where Jamie is, which wakes up the macra. And it seems to move in on Jamie, but he runs away. But episode three ends with another macro there, and yes. that's and that's the cliffhanger ending. Well, they 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 had to move the one prop they had, yeah, uh, to the other side of the studio, so he had to get away for a bit. Um, yeah, they're just not mobile enough to be the threat that I think they should have been. If these were much smaller creatures, it, I think it would have helped it. It's too big and bulky, isn't it's too it? Big, yeah, it just—it's—it literally—it reminds me very much of, and perhaps that's what we're aiming at. You know, the Roger Corman, yeah, uh, Island of Crabs, whatever. What was it called? Attack of the Crab Attack Monsters. Attack of the Crab Monsters. That was because it. that was wheeled out on a trolley out yes, of a cave, yeah. wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, exactly. Exactly yeah. the same thing. Yeah, and I've just uh, only yesterday watched uh, the monster that challenged the world, for effectively speaking, and oh, that's wow, yeah. a bloody great lump of plastic which is yep. pushed into shot and pulled back out again yeah yeah is that the uh, centipede it's a slug or a snail oh, yeah 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 a snail that can swim yeah, yeah. um so episode four then uh, jamie's yes. hiding in this crevice he uh, manages to keep you know knocking them away yeah. um and then it's resolved by the doctor pumping air down in there which sends yeah. them back to sleep yeah the doc the doctor the doctor doesn't know which uh which pipe is in and which pipe is out, and then he tricks the uh, the, the head scientist into telling him, um, and that yeah that that allows him to pump oxygen in, and the macro become dormant again. Mm. Which again does raise a question of if they can only be mobile in the gas, what were they doing before the gas was yeah. being refined? They're not much of a threat because they're only mobile in the gas and at night. Yeah, that, that's quite a limitation, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, um, I can't really tell what's going on next. It looks like Jamie escapes from out the tunnels, arrives in the colony, and then he pretends to be a dancer or yeah. something to blend in or something or other. Yeah, we I get another really... we get another sort of um, underwater menace style. Uh, too far too small a set and far too garbled action. Uh, yeah, the, the J- Jamie tries to blend in by um, pretending to be a dancer. Uh, and if it, 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 it there's some sort of reference to some sort of dance competition or something, and he does the Highland Fling. Oh, is that what he does? Yeah. Oh um, dear. That, I'm I'm sort of glad that bit's missing. Mm, yeah, so <laughs> to am be I. Fair. So am um, I. Yeah. But he's 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 grasped on by Ben, isn't he? He's yes. caught um, because Ben's still under the influence. Yeah, he's, um, a, he's a narc, isn't he? Yes. Ben. Yeah. Now everything we've seen of these macra, you've got these yeah. like bloody great crabs that trundle along with huge yes. great claws. But from what I can see from the screen grabs, the next bit, which is when Doctor and Polly climb up to a porthole and peer into the control room, it seems those mac- we're meant to believe that those macra operate all the controls in the control room yeah. with those bloody great claws. Yeah, I, again, I couldn't work out how sentient these macra are because we're, 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 later on we find out that the that the voice of the controller that we hear is not the controller, it's them. Mm. They've got a nice speaking voice. Um, and they've been operating all the controls, uh, in, like, say, in the control room, doing everything. And it's like, but aren't they just crabs? They don't... And how did they learn yeah. this? I don't, when the I colonists don't arrive, when did this takeover? Yeah. How did what... this takeover happen? Because they, they sort of... Met, they mentioned that the this refinery is processing the gas so that the macro can use it but the gas is being pumped out of the caves where it seems fine for the macro yeah i don't quite i again i don't quite understand what 
any of this sort of how it all ties together. And what is the colony there for? What was the co know. colony yeah. originally get there for? I mean, the only thing I think of is that originally they were there to to pump away a natural resource, which is the gas. So they start perhaps pumping it away. But then why wouldn't the macro just close them down? Yeah. You know, it's not it's not like the macro need them there. They'd be better off without them. Why not just kill them? All? Kill all the colonists. Yeah. 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 You can operate the machines. Why do you need all these people? Yeah. Mm. It, it doesn't make a lot of sense. It feels like two scripts rammed together to me. Yeah. But it's all written by one person, isn't it? So it is, yeah. I do. I mean, this sort of is summed up by the doctor's uh, quote, anyway. He says, "Confusion is best left to the experts." Yeah, yeah you might. You might. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. The doctor says they're parasites. Yes. In the brain of the colony, that's what he he reckons they are. Yeah. Which um, is a lovely. Again, Troughton delivers these things. It's a lovely. Uh, oh, he's given his all. Yeah. It's, it, yeah. It's a bit silly, but he's given it all. Um, the controller makes the announcement that Pilot has got to be arrested. Yes, and um, then Pilot decides to get out. Because the, doc the Doctor just has, has destroyed his um, sort of uh, uh, brainwashing thing in the wall. So I imagine the Pilot is now starting to come to his senses, isn't he? Mm. It's not It's not really well played. But yeah, they, they decide that the, the macro say the Pilot's got to be arrested and got rid of. And this causes him to uh, to rebel and uh, join the doctor's side. Mm, yeah, and, and the doctor takes him up to this little porthole so he can yep. see for himself yes. what the macro is. And Ola completely refuses to accept the truth. So I guess he is yep. brainwashed. The same way yeah. that Ben said, no, I didn't see anything. Maybe he, yeah. he his mind doesn't register a macro when he sees one. Yeah, perhaps, perhaps that's it. Yeah, perhaps if you see one, you just you don't remember it because your brain wipes it out and that's what causes the tension you know, between what you've seen and what your brain is telling you. Mm. Um, oh, that make, makes a bit of sense, yeah. Yeah. Well, our heroes, they're all in the uh, in the pipe room and they're going to be gassed, aren't they? The controller says yes. you've got four minutes. You've got four minutes to live. Yeah, I don't know why he's giving them four minutes or telling them. Just don't warn them. Yeah. Don't tell the doctor how long he's got left. <laughs> it just it eggs him on. Yeah. Um, and then the entire, the entire conclusion of this story, so we've been building up, is basically just a couple of old men turning knobs yeah and it's, it's such a sort of downbeat underplayed ending basically the, the doctor does, if this was a poetry one he would just reverse the plow at a neutron flow yeah it's that equivalent yeah um, how did ben get back to normal did i miss something because well, no again i don't i think it's sort of glazed over right um because yeah one minute he's he's pure macro and then the next thing it's like oh he's back to normal now Hmm. Um, yeah, it's again. I think we're missing a lot of plot points. Well, I tell you what, I'm missing. I mean, yeah, you've got old men twiddling knobs. Yeah. Uh, the controller pleads for them to stop, and then something happens. And the reconstruction I saw, I what what does happen? What happens to the macro? Do we ever see what happens to the macro? Um, well, in in the BBC one, the, they just become dormant again. So they nod off. Yeah. I don't know what they do with them. So they're, they're lovely, that... lovely clam chowder. Yeah. Well, maybe that's what does happen yeah. to them. So yeah. they are still in the tunnels, but asleep. Yes. They're never mentioned again, no. or the controller. And then, and then we get a sort of uh, an end scene where it's like, ha ha, everything's back to normal, hurrah. Um, but none of this seems to have troubled the average population. All, all the sort of um, majorettes maybe, and that, they don't seem maybe to Maybe they're all still being brainwashed. Yeah. I mean, is the brainwashing going to stop now? Well, I hope so. But then I, I want to come back in a month's time and see what people are thinking. Because I imagine the colon is completely gone at that point. Because everyone's going, what the hell are we doing here? <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I got it that the pilot becomes the new controller because yes. they want well, they the want, doctor be, yeah, to they, be the pilot. Yeah, they... they because the doctor's like, oh, we'll, we'll hang around and enjoy the pretty girls sort of thing. And then they say, oh, you, you might not want to do that, doctor, because the, the pilot wants you as the new controller. And he's suddenly, oh, we've got to get out. And then they leg it. Um, I saw that they don't leg it. They dance slowly away. Ah, you, yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. Does that, that happen that in is, the animation? Um, I think they do mention it. They do say there's a bit of text that says... Um, the, they dance through the crowd to escape. Right. Um, again, we luckily that bit doesn't exist. 
Yeah, out you of all the missing it, scenes, I don't yeah. want to really see that. No, no. no. All right, uh, behind the scenes, this story originally yeah. was going to be called The Spider-Men. Oh, right. Right, then The Insect Did Men. Marvel Sue. <laughs> yeah, then The Insect Men, then The Macras. And yeah. that's because the original script, originally they were giant spiders. Right. Then they were turned into insects before finally becoming these See, crab I, things. I think it would have worked better <coughs> to have a traditional man in a suit. So, you know, like insect men, yeah, that would have worked so much better. Like Lobster Man from Mars. Yeah. Or that, he, or that Lobster Man from Voyage to the Bottom of the Sea. Do you remember? The bright oh, orange yeah, that one. that would have been good. But you, but you could have it where they disguise themselves as a controller and then there's an unmasking scene. Or so. They seem to have um, sort of worked himself into a corner by having this massive macro bill, mm. um, I, I think it's it's gone against them, and it's meant that they've they've had a worse story for it. But yeah, it, this is the one time where I think you know do, dodgy people in masks would have actually elevated this story a bit. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. This story is the first to use the new title sequence. Yes, which yeah. has got a photo of Patrick Troughton's face, uh, which was designed by Bernard Lodge and realised by Ben Palmer. And there was a new arrangement of the theme tune, yep. but due to a production error, it was not used until uh, the second episode. So I guess it just didn't appear in the first one. Yeah, I suppose um, they would have used the original Hartnell mix. Yeah, and you say, whacking great big model. Yes, it was an yep. unfeasibly huge macro prop made by Shawcraft models. Um, to actually get it to move, it was mounted on a van. Yeah. I mean... Um, you know, in Alien, the Nostromo was moved forward and backwards on a, a forklift truck, wasn't it? And it, I guess yeah. it's the same sort of thing here. Same, same sort of thing. I know in the, when they're showing you making it in the Shawcraft film, um, the special effects, uh, BBC special effects guy is doing a voiceover and he sort of mentions that they didn't expect it to be quite as big and immobile. But then in the same breath, he sort of says that um, Shawcraft never really designed anything. You had to give them precise blueprints and plans. So someone must have designed it to be that big. Yeah. Um, oh, it's not a Spinal Tap moment where you could, know yeah. they said it has to be you know this yeah. in centimeters and they did it in inches or it something could, like perhaps that. Perhaps it was. Yeah. They, they he turned up and he goes, "What? No, that wasn't feet. That was inches." <laughs> yeah. I could explain a lot. It could um, explain yeah. a lot. It, it was made out of. Um, Sorbo rubber, you know, like you use on um, used to use on settees and things, mm. um, and it looks really weird because you can see it before they've painted it, and it's just like uh, sheets of foam rubber that have been tied into shapes, and then they've they've stuck it with hundreds of um, uh, rattan stuff, you know, like um, dried straws to make it bristly. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's such a weird thing, and you can you can see all the detail, and it's just not good at all. Do you think they were thinking, oh, this is going to be filmed in the dark? I think so, yeah. yeah. And and right. sometimes, you know, if you film something in the dark, you've got to exaggerate shape and yeah. form if, if the light's going to catch it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I think it would... I mean, that could be that could be the reason they only come out at night, and that was just a case of, oh, God, we can't show this in studio lighting. Mm -hmm. um, but, yeah, I just think... I think everything on this creature is working against the story. Yeah. It's not helping. Well, you know, for all those reasons, Innis Lloyd was pretty unhappy, you know, with yeah. this uh, macra. And he actually got in touch with BBC's visual effects department um, to ask their opinion. Do you think it's reasonable to have paid £500 to have this made? He, he didn't know whether it was worth the money or not. Um, and it was for only one, wasn't it? We've only got one macra. Yeah, they only built one. It was a one-off. It wasn't built to moulds or anything. Yeah, they, they couldn't have done others. Uh, and a lot of it was built out of crap that they had just lying around. Craft. Like yeah. you say, the Dalek eyes as yeah, well. Yeah, Dalek eyes, rubber off other stuff. Um, the the carapace of the uh, of the macro looks like it's off of something else. Um, but this this was sort of the beginning of the end for Shawcraft, wasn't it? Mm. Um, I think they did the faceless ones, and that was the. I think the that final. was pretty much it. It was final yeah. straw, wasn't it? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, and because they only had one model, like you said earlier, you know, first John Davis taped all the scenes involving the macro moving right to left. Yep. Then he had to do all the stuff going left to right because he only had one model. Yeah, it's not good. No. Okay, that's that's the uh, behind the scenes. So this macro then, um, yep. where are we going to put it on our tallies? Um, 
yeah. <laughs> so, like I say, it's a difficult one, this, because I, I don't think we're seeing it at its best. Because, but design-wise, yeah. if you look yeah. at that behind the scenes, you can see physically what it looked like. Yes. Yeah, I, I, I think that the design is not great. Um, I, the claws are quite nice, but the, the rest, it's just, it's, they've done it too big, they've done it too... I think they created their own problems. Uh, assuming it wasn't a Spinal Tap moment and they wanted it this big, um, I'm going to give it a slightly below par four. That's exactly what I have written down here. Yeah, it is below par. That's a good way of point yeah. putting it. All right, a four. And then how effective was it? Weirdly, when you don't see them, they are, whenever people are talking about them, they're quite creepy. But as soon as you see them, like I said, I just had Ed Wood flashbacks mm. they, they just don't seem to do anything um it's too immobile like you say they could have done with smoke machine cover it up a bit uh it it's not good it, to me it goes down to a two for oh. yeah i just i didn't enjoy the creature i think this is one of those stories you don't get them very often because mainly we tend to watch doctor who for the monsters this is one where i think if the monster was never seen, it would have actually improved it. So it works better on audio then? Oh yeah, I think it definitely works better on audio than in a reconstruction. Right. Okay, alright, well I gave it a three. Okay. Alright, so that's two and a half for effectiveness. So that's a final adversary rating of 3.25. Alright. Oh, so our lists are getting massive now. Right, here we go. Yeah. 3.25. Yes, there is a caravan. It's got to be quite a big caravan. I don't think you could use the macro as a caravan, just hollow it out. Right. Yes. Scoop out its innards, you could live in it. Well, th these two other inhabitants would do that. Um, who was the veneer? Oh, that's the um, the Viking armoured people from oh, Terminus. Yes, right, okay. And who was the Morlocks? The Morlocks, that was the uh, horrible uh, dragon creature from Time Lash that, that was so besotted with Perry's bust. Uh, oh, yeah, I'd, I'd blank that quite rightfully. Yeah. All right, well, those three share... Um, I think that's, that's fair. Yeah. Caravan of Crackness. I don't think it's... Uh, I don't think it's... Um, Unrelated that I've never seen anyone try to do a full size recreation of the macro. Yeah, you don't see someone stumbling around in that at conventions, no, do you? Certainly not. No, I know. I know there have been a couple of uh, of mechanoids made, which are about the same size. But yeah, I don't think anyone's bothered to do a macro. Is there an eagle moss figure? Do you know? Uh, I've never. I don't think I've ever seen one. Well, they could charge a fortune for that. It'd, it'd weigh a metric ton. It would have to be one of their supersized yes, ones, it wouldn't would it? Yes, it have to be, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, the um, the story, I guess it doesn't go on your top ten, nor your bottom no. three. No, it's not. I mean, it's, it's, it's a good enough story, and like I say, the first episode's nice and creepy, and it's got an interesting plot. Episode three is a complete filler waste of effort, but we sort of used to that on a lot of the Troutons around this era. Mm. But it's not, it's not offensive or anything. It's a nice, yeah, if, you, if you've right. got an afternoon free... But yeah, I, I just found it a slog because I was looking at yeah. photos. If I'd watched the animation, uh, yes. maybe uh, I would have been more engaged. But no, it's all right. Would this? It? Would it drive you to buy the animation? Not really. There's other. There's other Doctor Who's I've still yeah. yet to buy. Classic Who's I've still yeah. yet to buy. You know. I think that that's the that's almost the epitaph for this story. There's other Doctor Who's you'd rather watch. Well, you said earlier yeah. it, it's not one you no, think of when not. you think I'll watch a bit of Patrick. Even to the point, because I, I tend to, I've, I've got loads on my um, Audible account, I've got loads of original soundtracks, and I listen to them when I go to sleep, because mm -hmm. um, I suffer a bit from tinnitus, so it, it basically it's almost like a white noise. And I'll consciously jump this one, because if you leave it running... You're not you going to get that music. No, you don't want that as your Yeah. So that that and Zabi, I love the Zabi. I love the Web Planet, but you can't because as soon as the Zabi chew up, you're wide awake. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to be woken up when I'm listening to Doctor Who. No, no. All right. Excuse me. I'm doing quite well. You survived. Yeah, you're doing right. Yeah. I've just got to hold it together just to announce our next. Adversary. Yes, it's your your choice, and it's um, it's John, isn't it? It's John Pertwee. Yep, and I've got two clues for you and the oh, listener. On, right, on. one is tricky, and uh, the other one you'll get it 
at the okay. end of me actually saying it, you're going to know exactly what it is, right? right? So the tricky one is this tale has actually, we're going to be uh, discussing and rating four adversaries. Oh, four adversaries. Four, four separate adversaries. adversaries. Um, yeah. Hats off to you, Ian, if you get that from this, or you, it, listener. Is it? I mean, that, oh, I, can't, I can think of three in this one, but I thought, is it the mind of evil? No. Okay. Do you want I another go? Yeah, I'll have another. I'll have another guess. What do you think, listener? Is he in ruminates? I, because I'm. I, do you know what? I I could perhaps we could add an hour to this because I'll go through each John Pertwee. So spear from space can't be four. Terror Diotons, it's no. Well, it's Autons. We can't yeah, do it's that. Autons, we can't do that. Um, we've done Inferno. Ambassador of Death. You haven't really got four adversaries in. Um, uh, Silurians can't really do that. Then we're on to Terror of the Autons. But no, I can't list them all. Now, give me another clue. Right, you will get this the moment oh. I finish saying this line. Are you ready? Okay. You right. have faith in me. I, <laughs> I do. Might not get it. Right, right. In our next episode, we're down in the valleys, aren't we, Boyo? Is it the Green Death? It is the Green Death. <sighs> see, see, I have faith in you. I knew you yeah. would get that. Oh, it's, uh, so who are the, the four world. adversaries yeah. then? Okay, so it's it's Boss. Yes. Lovely, lovely Boss. Stevens. Stevens. I yeah. love that voice. Uh, you could do Stevens, but uh, no, you've Steven, got the... Stevens is in it. Yeah, no, yeah, we're discussing okay, Stevens. Stevens. Yeah. Who He's are the other two? misunderstood, I think. Um, you've got the maggots. Yes. Uh, you've got the big fly. And there you go. That's yeah. our four. See, I, I, my, for some reason, I thought we'd done it, but we hadn't. We covered it on my very first podcast with you. Yeah, effectively, effectively speaking, speaking, it was like yeah. episode five or How something. How many years ago was that? Uh, that about five years ago. Wow. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. Oh, that's excellent, yeah. Um, pleasure to watch that one. Yep, we're going to be talking, you know, yeah. the doctor dressed as a milkman, the doctor yep. dressed as a cleaning lady. <laughs> I can point out all the places that they absolutely mangle the Welsh place yep. in this. And we've got Welsh... And Fairfax. No, we it's have, not, mate. We have got some cliches. Yeah. We have got stereotypes. Oh, we? God. Well, we've got... Um, oh, oh, I can't think of the guy's name. He was the BBC Welshman. He was in Survivors. Yeah, he plays Catherine Bert. Catherine Thomas. Yes, him. Yeah. He, he plays was, uh, he was yeah, in Bert. Dad's Army, wasn't he? He, he was. He was, he was Walker's, the photographer. Yeah. He was Walker's replacement. Um, oh, oh the, that's right. Yeah, but he, he was yeah. the newspaper uh, right, photographer, yeah. he, wasn't yeah. he? Yeah. He was, yeah. He... Um, he he always plays this very stereotypical Welshman. Oh boy, does he! Um, yeah, <laughs> uh, I, I look for. I think this might be quite because because we've got the novelisation because mm -hmm. it's one of the classics, the absolute classic novelisations. It's the end of an era. Yeah. Because companions come and go, we get to see what the brig looks like in civvies. Yes, and boy, we is do. he a bit of a swinger, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> hey? Yeah, it's um, a good unit tale, isn't it? It's brilliant. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that one. No, a nice pick. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought you might appreciate that. Yeah. From crabs to maggots. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You've got to then try and yeah. follow that with uh, with Tom. Yes. All right. I've got I've got a couple of ideas for Tom. All I right. I might pass them by you before I suggest. <laughs> All right. Okie dokie, Squire. All right, well, yeah, my voice is held out, so that's good. So, uh, all right, hopefully I'm Brilliant. better next week. And, uh, yeah, all right, see you then. Jo then. Join us for some on a dung heap in Wales. Yes, yeah, so for some maggoty fun, yes. Well, they call it Wrexham. Um, <laughs> sorry, Max. Oh, you set me off again. No, all right, sorry. okay, cheers, <laughs> Ian. Right, bye. Bye-bye.